Hey, everybody, it's Fred with a sore throat right here on Believe Sports Media, Sports Biz, also heard on Pod Clips around the world. and get us on all the apps, along with Art Source, former kicker for the uh, Rams and the USC Trojans. And we're here to talk about uh, just about anything in the wonderful and wacky world of sports. And Art, we're going to start with uh, that Monday night game uh, between Chicago and Pittsburgh. You are in the state of Pennsylvania. You and I have seen thousands of games between the two of us, and I think a lot of our listeners have seen hundreds or thousands of games. I think officiating-wise, that would rank near the bottom of most of the games I've ever seen. Your comments. Tony Carrente was absolutely a joke that night. I don't know what was going on, but, you know, I understand Cassius Marsh got <laughs> called up the day before. You know, they want to do this taunting thing in the NFL, and I don't know where they're coming from or why they're coming from that point of view. It really does take away from the game. But the, the whole officiating in the NFL, if you throw a ball toward the end zone, you got a 50-50 chance of getting a flag for interference. And, I mean, why wouldn't you try deep shots all the time? No, I agree. I mean, you get 30, 40, 50 yards, and you know you're not even trying necessarily to get a completion. You just want the ball close to the receiver, and the odds are pretty good that uh, – Certainly, yeah. if it, certainly if the defensive back has turned his back, you got a pretty the good game, shot at getting game, a call. You know, compared, Fred, compared to when Buddy Ryan had the four-six defense in the mid '80s, right? And they could press the press the receivers. They didn't have you know the five the five yard cushion. You know, oh my God, he grabbed his finger. You know, come on, <laughs> it's football, folks. You, know, you can and, eat. And, Go ahead. I'm sorry. I just, I just I just think they ought to bring back the physicality on the corners. I mean, you know, if you're going to throw a 60-yard penalty on a team, that's a lot of five-yard false starts. 100% you know, it's correct. Got to be pretty, it's got to be pretty solid that, you're, you know, the evidence that this guy was, as, the, as Red Cashier used to say, was giving him the business. <laughs> how, how about, how about the, uh, the, the new rule the last few years, of course, in the NFL, that you can't cut block below the knees, but that's outside the tight end. And if you saw the play, first of all, they never touched even, and it was inside the tight end. Yet they got a 15-yard penalty against the Bears. Right. That was that was another ludicrous call. <laughs> but you know, Fred, here's the deal. Okay, I think if you're on the football field, and I played linebacker in high school, played you know scout team in college against some great football players. Right. You always protected yourself. You have to get low, and you have to have your head on a swivel. I mean, there's no messing around out there. These are big men on big men. And they're faster than we were now. They're stronger than we were. They might not have been as smart as we were, but that we'll, we'll, we'll save that for another day. But the game is a violent collision impact sport. And the referees need to protect players, not force situations that they really shouldn't be dealing with. Art Source, I am Fred. Email us sportsfredadale.com. Believe sports business, sports media. Heard on pod clips everywhere around the world. Um, got to go back. Fred, what about I, Cam Newton? What do you think about this Cam Newton deal in, uh, in Carolina? Well, I mean, physically, obviously, he's a talented quarterback. And with Darnold out, uh, uh, he's not going to start this week, I don't think. Uh, so, But, uh, yeah, I think it's a positive. He's making a lot of money for uh, $10 million, I heard. A one-year yeah. uh, guarantee. So I know, I know, he didn't get that kind of money in New England the last couple of years. I think he got like a million five. So I don't, oh. I don't know what's going on there, but I, I want to go back to the Aaron Rodgers thing. Last Sunday, 
You know, State Farm runs all kinds of commercials on Sunday during the NFL games, and State Farm is one of uh, Rogers' sponsors and vice versa. Usually on 20% of those commercials, you'll see Aaron Rodgers. Last Sunday, 1.5%. So even though State Farm made a comment that they're backing him and this and that, they're really not. Your comments. So it's Patrick Mahomes and Sweaty Betty? No uh, more no, <laughs> no more Aaron Rodgers? I mean, uh, again, do we have a... The reality of it is, Fred, the reality of it is they're going to slap his hand. They're going to fine him 15000 which is like, you know, us getting the bill for 20 bucks. Right. You know, at a certain point in time, it's ridiculous. You tell me what you think. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, he basically lied to the nation. But, you know, I guess if you're a superstar in America, you can get away with things that other people can't. And he used the, uh, the woke and the uh, cancel culture routine in the first uh, conversation that he had after it happened. And all we're saying basically is, if you don't want to take the shot, we need to know. And, uh, folks, uh, the rule in the NFL... Is, and I believe there's two other guys on that team that didn't take the shot, and they're following the protocol, and everything's fine. Yeah. So, I mean, and certainly in Minnesota, Cousins, uh, indicated as the quarterback, he indicated he's not going to take the shot. He, they have different rules. They, they, they uh, test them more often and things like that. You have to wear a mask at any kind of the meetings. And Rodgers got away with the best of all worlds, and now he's sort of weaseling out of it by saying he didn't try to lie anybody by using the term I, yes, I've been immunized, and everybody knew, knows he was trying to say that he was vaccinated. You know, he always tries to be the smartest guy in the room, Fred. Yeah, yeah. And at, and a, it, point, at a point in time, you got to take a step back, say, look, these people love me. I made a mistake. You know, hey, when Richard Nixon came out and said that he made a mistake, a lot of people understood. You know, and it, well, for some reason, powerful people have trouble saying I'm wrong. As soon as they do, they become the rest of us, which are normal people, and we have respect for them. Well, none of us live a perfect life. But no, don't I... think that you're smarter than other people. That's what bugs me. So why do you think the odds of the marriage between Shane, uh, Shane Woodley and uh, Rogers going through? Well, she backed him up today. She said yeah. that you know she's really bummed about the media, the way they're approaching all this. Well, you know my theories on, on Aaron Rodgers, okay? If he gets married, I will be amazed. Why? Because I think he's gay. <laughs> I've said that for years. Why would you say that? Because um, he's never been married. He's gone out with the best-looking women in the world. Don't you eventually decide that you're going to pick one of them? <laughs> Okay, you hear anything right here in Believe Sports Business Sports Media from Art Source? I am Fred, the, the more common, moderate type guy, and I've always proven that doing these kind of shows. Isn't that true, Art? Since you've known me, I've been the most moderate guy you could ever find. Well, you do have your 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 moments. But oh, do I? Yeah, you're pretty moderate. You know, the one thing that can't say about me, Fred, is I'm moderate. <laughs> and, and also, I'm interesting. Moderately crazy, moderately nuts, but not moderate. And earlier in this show, you used the term, here's the deal. Are you turning Democrat? Well, you know, I've been listening, I've been listening to uh, President Obama. Did I say O'Biden? Oh, that's right. <laughs> I've been listening to these guys try to spend the media. And, you know, all I got to tell you is, Fred, if you don't have your turkey right now, you're not having any turkey yet November 25th. <laughs> <laughs>
Folks, uh, if you agree or disagree with Art or Fred, you email us, sportsfred at AOL.com. Sportsfred at AOL.com. All right, uh, the Raiders were in L.A. Uh, for 20 years, so we can talk about the uh, uh, Las Vegas Raiders. They signed... Uh, you know, I worked Jackson. for it when I was in L.A. Yeah, I know that. And, and uh, Al basically uh, threatened my life uh, when I was doing KBC, and I said they shouldn't count the... Uh, Peristyle and seats as far as a blackout is concerned. And honestly, the general manager of KBC had a police officer follow me home. Was that George Green? George Green, both ways for two weeks to basically make sure that. See, Al had an exterminator call me up and he said, I heard you want something exterminated. And that was Al <laughs> Davis's type of joke when I made the comment in either an 88 or 989. Well, you know, he was Sicilian. He's Sicilian and Jewish, Brett, so he had a lot of confliction going on. Definitely, no question. But let's talk about the Raiders right now. Um, well, what what do you want to talk about the Raiders? I want, I want to say... The uh, their, their number one draft pick was driving 156 miles an hour on the uh, on the strip, which, yeah. you know, I'm lucky I can go three miles an hour when, I, when I'm in Vegas. But, right. Yeah. Henry Ruggs. You know, they go out, they get Deshaun Jackson. Is that going to really help them? Well, maybe it will. Who knows? But the bottom line is Mark, Mark Davis is running that organization. And I'm not a huge Mark Davis fan. Okay, let, let, let me tell you this about Deshaun Jackson. He is the Kyrie Irving of the National Football League. So they uh, earned the flag? Well, in the last year, if you remember correctly, he used uh, some of Hitler's statements about Jews. And then uh, Julian Edelman of the Patriots, who's... Jewish, uh, asked him to meet him at the uh, Jewish uh, Holocaust uh, uh, get-together in uh, uh, the, the D.C. area, and he did. He showed up with Julian Edelman. I think Edelman then followed him uh, to the African-American Heritage uh, uh, get-together place. I don't know where it is, but the point I'm, I'm making is that Deshaun Jackson has said some things, not just, you know, the Hitler thing, but he said some things like the world's flat and things like that. They got him, of course, because they lost rugs. And at 34 years of age, Jackson is still fast. But is that the guy you want in your locker room after what's happened with well, rugs? What's happened with Gruden? We were just talking about Aaron Rodgers. Didn't Deshaun Jackson go to Cal? Yeah, Cal. Both both went to Those Cal. Free thinking human beings, Fred. <laughs> I don't know if you can. It's like, you know, kind of like Corral and Cat. I don't know if you can do that. But, hey, you know what? God bless the guy. He's 34 years old. He's still got great speed. Maybe he can make a difference in Vegas. You know, Vegas has resurrected a lot of people and buried a lot of people. Okay, so he says he wants out of the Rams, and he goes to the Raiders. And today, Thursday, folks, we're taping this about 4 o'clock well, on Veterans Day. you call that jumping out of the flyer into the frying pan or vice versa? Yeah, but the Rams then pick up uh, Odell Beckham. When you figured Beckham would think about this for a few days, I don't know if he's going to play Sunday. I doubt it. But the point I'm trying to make is, uh, let's go. Let's put it this way: if if Do both um, of them have a little baggage, both have baggage, but Beckham's not a you know a racist or something like that. But 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 the point I'm trying to make is, if Beckham was aware that. Deshaun Jackson left because he wasn't getting enough passes because most of them were going to Cup, some were going to Woods, and some are going to Jefferson. How many passes does Beckham assume he's going to get with the Rams? Let's say. Uh, what if I told you the over and under was 20 for the entire season? 20 total and, passes? And probably six or seven of them are going to be deep shots just to take the top off the defense. Maybe okay. he's a Lamborghini. 
Okay, but kind of like looking good. Okay, but okay, so he's going to make the same money I think he was making with Cleveland, seven million or something like that. But the point I'm trying yeah, to make it. They're splitting. They're whacking it up, three point five million each. Okay, okay. Three point five million is a bargain, Fred. Okay, but the point is, doesn't he want to play? Doesn't he want to get the ball? I mean, what I'm saying is, he, he saw what Fred, Deshaun at this Jackson said. Yeah. At this point in his career, he looked around and he said, what's my best chance to win a Super Bowl? Maybe The Rams right. in L.A. in a league that's pretty corrupt. Maybe right. it's the Rams here. They're going to pay SoFi up. All right, let's talk some baseball before we say goodbye for Believe Sports Business Sports Media. Also heard on pod clips. Uh, National League MVP, Tatis uh, Soto Harper. Who does Art Source vote for? Oklahoma. You know what? It's going to be Tatis because the league loves him. He's the big new star. I mean, personally, the MVP in the National League might have been Scherzer for what he did at the end of the season. You might even throw in you might even throw in one of those outfielders for Atlanta that came over and saved their entire year. I mean, it's a tough call, Fred. Who do you like? Uh, I think the one that with most talent is Soto. Tatis is a shortstop, more important defensive position. He is talented, but here's the problem with Soto. He's in a lineup right now that I can't name eight other players on that team. (laughs) I'm being honest. And let me tell you, you know who used to hit in front of Soto? Probably one of the best players in the league, Trey Turner, who the Dodgers need to kind of sign him up real quick while they got a chance. National League Cy Young. Schwerzer, uh, Burns of uh, Milwaukee, uh, or Wheeler of the Phils? Who do you think? What about Walker Bueller? Did he fall off the planet? He's not there. Uh, Urias, 20 wins, is not there. It's Schwerzer, Burns, or Wheeler, former Mets, and now Phils pitcher. He always shows up. Every time I hand him the ball, he goes. So who's that, Scherzer? He didn't go in the playoffs, but you'll give it to him. You know what? I, I'm, I'm telling you, I like Max Scherzer. He okay. made a difference for the Dodgers when he showed up in August. Sure. And, you know, maybe he didn't do his thing, but they're not voting on the playoffs. The World Series and the playoffs have nothing to do with this award. 100% correct. All right, let's talk about uh, the NFL tonight in, less, in about an hour from right now. Ravens favored over the uh, Dolphins, and uh, the Dolphins uh, will be going with uh, – uh, Brissette. Here's uh, the funny thing, Fred. That hook, you know, the thing that catches dolphins. Uh-huh. That hook makes a big difference to this game. Because really and truly, I mean, Baltimore should beat the fish in Miami. Right. But that half a point, you know, that half a point comes into play. But there's another game on. Before that, two high-scoring teams, North Carolina and Pittsburgh, in the NCAA game, ACC game. That's going to be fun. I mean, Pittsburgh hasn't had a Heisman Trophy candidate in many years. They probably still don't. But this kid's a good quarterback. Yeah, Tony Dorsett, we got to go back to then. But I'll tell you what, the other guy was supposed to win the Heisman, and he's coming into Pittsburgh, Sam Howell. Yeah. The last Korean-American to play football in Pittsburgh was pretty good, Heinz Ward. Folks, okay, and, and of course, uh, let's talk about the Chargers against uh, the Eagles. And again, uh, not the Eagles, the, the Chargers against the Vikings on, on Sunday. Who do you like on that one? Jeez, Austin Eckler, I love. I think the Chargers are playing good football. I looked at the stats, and uh, I believe 
I, I looked at uh, our boy, the quarterback, and he's got 21, inter- 21 touchdowns and four interceptions. We're talking uh, Herbert, who's going to be a— Herbert, Herb- yeah, Herbert's for real. He's right. got a cannon for an arm. He's got Williams. He's got, you know, the other kid from Cal who if catches it, the ball over the middle. Who might not be healthy enough to play. That's Keenan Allen. Yeah, because he gets hammered by linebackers all day long. Yeah, but the bo- bottom line is this is what I'm saying. The Chargers are for real. Uh, I think what they showed against the Eagles, the Eagles bring it physically to you every week. Yeah. People always laugh and say, oh, the Eagles, the Eagles. You don't want to play the Eagles. They're like the old Steelers years ago. They get You get hammered. I mean, you may win the game, but you lose, you lose the next week. So I'm going to go with the Chargers there just because I think that's a real good football team and their defense is coming together, and I like their new head coach. He doesn't make any stupid mistakes. Staley. Okay, and finally on Monday night, I mentioned it was Sunday, but on Monday night, Rams 4 in uh, Northern California against the 49ers. Who do you like in that one? Is it going to be rainy up there in San Francisco, Fred? Perhaps. Brittle Kittle is the key to the game. <laughs> you know, uh, again, he's a fine tight end. I mean, there, there's no question about that. But again, I, I think the 49ers left everybody down if you're a 49er fan. And again, I don't presume that uh, Matt Stafford will throw... Uh, uh, two consecutive uh, interceptions. He's not going to do the spin around, John Elway, fire it to the linebacker for six the other way. Yeah, but un- but unlike Mr. Wentz of Indy, he at least threw it right-handed instead of left-handed. Uh, and then, of course, he came back when they got the ball back after the kickoff. Let me ask you a question, Frank. Do you think these quarterbacks go home and watch themselves and say, what, was that? what the hell was I thinking on that? Man? See, that, that's what I was going to ask you. You played football all the way up to the pro ranks. I played it at a much lower level because I didn't like getting hit necessarily. But no, but but I was sometimes I play tailback. I'm not going to do that. I don't care if it's flag or pop Warner, which I did play as sometimes a tailback. The point the point I'm trying to make is I'm not going to throw from the end from the end zone basically blind and just throw it up in the air. What's going on? Yeah, because you're a caring, smart football player. Can you imagine these poor NFL coaches? I mean, with, with your number one draft picks, spin it around, pirouetting, firing the ball down the middle of the field against his body, and you're like, okay, that's against every principle that, you know, who was George Allen said, there's only three things that happen when you throw the ball and two of them are bad. <laughs> All right, but but let, let me let me say something, though. Uh, Sean, Sean Mc, uh, Mc, McVeigh, uh, uh, they had a chance to get back in the game, I thought. They went for it, fourth and two, and they called a uh, – an option play, and they've got uh, uh, Stafford going to his left, trying to complete a pass for two or three yards. I'm sorry, Art. You can't call that play at that point. The only thing I do good going to my left is go for the potatoes. Okay, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you're you're right-handed. I'm right-hand dominant. My dad was ambidextrous, and believe me, there's a big difference as far as what you can do and what you can't do. He's trying to talk about Aaron Rodgers trying to be the smartest man in the room. Someday there will be an ambidextrous quarterback, and he will rewrite all the record books. Is that your final word? To throw the ball left-handed right now. And and uh, of course, we know the story about. Phil Nicholson, of course, and uh, we also know the, the story about Westbrook, uh, who really is left-handed, but he shoots right-handed. Maybe that's why he doesn't shoot too well. Although we uh, triple double. How does he double. Check? That's what I want to know. Uh, he triple doubled uh, on uh, Wednesday night. What was it, uh, 25, 13, and 11? He's not going to play LeBron the rest of the year, so he can get a couple triple doubles. 
I can't watch the Lakers right now because I think they're they're too old, too slow, and even with the uh, couple overtime uh, victories back to back. You're saying they should be playing at Bay Beach and Laguna. I just don't think LeBron should be the general manager. A final word from you, Art Source, right here in Believe Sports Business Sports Media. Hey, you gotta go. With, you gotta go with the uh, the Ravens tonight, flying high down in Miami, and watch out for those Pittsburgh Panthers. Narduzzi finally has himself a ball club. He's got North Carolina coming to town. It's going to be a fun night. Enjoy football. Which one are you going to watch? Both of them. What are you kidding me? We can afford two TVs on our salary spread. Come on, baby. You got, but you see, I don't have two TVs in front of me. You I mean you have two separate TVs in front of you, or do you just split the, the screen? Harry glasses. Have you seen those yet? They're like All right. huge, big, <laughs> That's Art. I'm Fred Scott. Thank you very much. We'll see you in 168 hours, minus uh, about 20, right here on Believe Sports Business Sports Media. Bye, everybody.